I want to tell you something, and that is operating a food company has been one of the most challenging endeavors of my life. From innovating products that we want to land at the intersection of taste and nutrition, to wrestling with supply chain issues and managing inventory, I have had more sleepless nights in the past three years than I have in the last 30, including the 12 when I was a firefighter. But no one tells you that food is hard. But I also want to say it's because of each of you that we continue to get in the trenches day after day after day. It's in our core values to keep at it, knowing that we are filling a giant void in the market with products that you can't find anywhere else. And this makes it easier for us to climb out of bed each day. I want to thank you for your patience. We are anxiously awaiting the return of our organic pancake and waffle mixes. And we're excited to announce that our Plant Strong milks will be available online later this week, followed soon thereafter by the return of our exciting new burger mixes. Our goal is to be your reliable and trustworthy partner for all things Plant Strong, allowing you to stock up on healthy meals that you can make and enjoy in minutes while still managing your busy lives. I appreciate each and every one of you and want you to know that the effort will be worth it once more brands start to care about the integrity of the nutrition that they're putting into their products. Thank you so much for your support and please stay tuned for exciting updates at planstrong.com. I'm Rip Esselstyn and you're listening to the Plan Strong Podcast. Hey everybody, happy, happy new year to you and welcome to this special Plan Strong Podcast episode. I realize that many of you around the world are exploring and embracing the goodness of whole plant-based foods and good on you. This is fabulous. Perhaps you're motivated by many health benefits or you're eating more plants for social, environmental, or compassion reasons. Regardless, at Plant Strong, we welcome you wherever you are on your journey. And our goal is to provide you with all the resources that you need to help you on your path. Now, that's why over the next few days, I'll be recording a few mini episodes to help you with mindset, motivation, education, and tools to help make this as simple and impactful as possible. Before I get started, let me explain what I mean by a plant-strong diet. I'm talking about embracing a diet that's rich in fruits, vegetables, all kinds of beans, legumes, lentils, and whole grains, while simultaneously crowding out animal products like meat, seafood, dairy, and eggs. In addition, I want to urge you to eliminate processed oils and cut back on excessive salt and sugar intake. Now, the benefits of adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle are beyond profound. Not only does it support weight management and boost your energy levels, it also reduces your risk of chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and a certain number of cancers. A plant-strong diet is not 
just about what you eliminate. It's about embracing vibrant, nutrient-rich foods that are going to nourish your body from the inside out. I like to call these strong foods, and at Plan Strong, we're all about the strong. The truth is, I get downright dizzy when I think how many calories most people drink on a regular basis. Coffee with creamers and sugars, sweetened milks, orange or apple juices, sugary sweet smoothies, juices in every color of the rainbow, sodas, Red Bulls, Frappuccinos, wine, beer. The list is endless. 100 calories here, 300 calories there, and the next thing you know, you're gaining, not losing weight, and you don't realize it's all those liquids that are to blame. Let's start with the worst offenders, sugary beverages. Your typical 20-ounce soda contains up to 18 teaspoons of sugar and about 240 calories. You can down that sucker in less than five minutes and you won't feel any less hungry. In fact, all that sugar will make you feel more hungry. For example, one study out of the University of Southern California, researchers hooked up 24 men and women to brain scanners and proved that drinking sugary sweetened beverages stimulated regions of the brain that trigger food cravings. Now, what if you had 240 calories worth of kale? You'd have to eat more than four pounds of the queen of greens in order to pack in 240 calories. You'd also be getting about 19 grams of fiber, 21 grams of protein, and 2,392 milligrams of potassium. You'd get nearly 1,000% of your vitamin A and C intakes and 100% of your vitamin B6. And you'd be so stuffed, <laughs> you, you wouldn't be hungry for a while. All that added sugar doesn't just make you fat. It can lead you into the arms of the grim reaper. A recent Tufts University analysis found that sugary drinks are responsible for 184,000 deaths globally every year, including 25,000 in the United States alone. According to the latest Harvard University figures, in the 1970s, sugary drinks represented about 4% of America's caloric intake. Today, it's closer to 10%. Teens are racking up more calories from soda and sports drinks than from any other source. And those who drink one to two cans of soda per day have a 26% greater chance of developing type 2 diabetes. Meanwhile, a study published in the journal Circulation following 40,000 men for 20 years found that men consuming a can of soda per day had a 20% higher risk of having a heart attack than men who rarely had any soda. In a 22-year study of 80,000 women, published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, found that a can of soda per day led to a 75% higher risk of gout. The latest word on the street is that kids are now taking in more calories from sodas, fruit juices, smoothies, and cow's secretion than they do from chewing real food. But my problem isn't so much the sugary sodas. They're obviously horrible for your health, but almost everyone knows that. Indeed, a government study found that daily soda consumption in the U.S. fell by 20% between 2007 and 2013. 
The more insidious problems are the calorie-rich drinks that people think are good for us. For instance, did you know that fruit juice can be just as unhealthy as soda? A 12-ounce can of Coke has about 140 calories and 40 grams of sugar, while a 12-ounce serving of apple juice has 165 calories and 39 grams of sugar. Think about that. A new study out of the University of Connecticut found that while most parents understand that soda is bad for their kids, they mistakenly believe that other sugar-sweetened beverages such as fruit drinks, sports drinks, and flavored waters are good for them. 80% regularly gave their kids fruit drinks like Sunny D or Capri Sun, and half of parents assumed that flavored waters were perfectly healthy. Maybe this has something to do with the more than $3 billion spent annually by beverage companies on marketing their products. But there's good news. I'm going to give you a stupidly easy rule to figure out which beverages are good and which are bad. It's simple, simple, simple. Are you ready? Don't drink your calories. That's it. That's the rule. Don't drink your calories. Take a look at the nutritional label, and if it has calories, don't let it near your lips, at least during the seven-day challenge. I'll bet that you didn't realize just how fast the calories add up. Let's try walking through a single day, just for the fun of it. A little morning java isn't so bad, except when you splash in the sugar in the creamer. Then you have an innocent glass of orange juice, and it isn't even 9 a.m., and you've already drunk 250 calories about the same as a medium-sized bagel, but without filling you up. Then you have that lunchtime Jamba Juice smoothie. That tasty little sugar bomb packs uh, roughly 550 calories, and maybe an afternoon pick-me-up Coke after that endless meeting. That's 240 calories, followed by a 100-calorie glass of chocolate milk after the gym, and a 125-calorie glass of red wine, either during or after dinner. It sounds somewhat reasonable, I guess, but you've just binged on nearly 1,300 calories. That's much more than half of your entire calorie allotment for the day, and we're not even counting the food that you actually have eaten yet. When you drink your calories, your brain and your stomach, they don't register them as actual calories. You eat the same amount of food during the day on top of any liquid calories that you've poured down the old hatch. By drinking that smoothie, you're pulling a fast one on your stomach. It's the equivalent of eating a Big Mac and your body is none the wiser. As a result, you end up drinking tons of calories alongside whatever food that you're eating. Think about it. When was the last time something you drank made you feel less hungry? Fruit juices are made by grinding and pulverizing whole food fiber into a million tiny pieces, to the point where it's no longer effective at triggering the stretch receptors in your stomach that alert your brain that you're full. When you eat whole fruits and veggies, on the other hand, the fiber in the food that you swallow triggers those stretch receptors, which in turn tell your brain to stop eating. In addition, Liquid calories cause a sudden spike in your blood sugar levels, which then leads to a spike in insulin levels, which causes your liver to boost levels of cholesterol and triglycerides. Think of your liver as a gas tank. 
It can process only so much sugar at a time. And drinking a soda or a glass of OJ is like trying to dump 50 gallons of gas into a 25-gallon tank. A bunch is going to spill out. And some of that sugar is converted into energy for your muscles and cells, but the rest, as much as 30%, spews out of that gas tank and is converted into pure fat as a last resort. Constantly inundating your system with blood sugar spikes can lead to inflammation and heart disease by raising your C-reactive protein levels, which is a key marker of inflammation in our bodies. Not to mention causing weight gain and insulin resistance by adding body fat. Control your blood sugar levels by chewing your calories instead of drinking them. Oh, and a word or two about juicing and drinking green smoothies that are packed with pulverized veggies and fruits. We get a ton of questions about this, so let me explain why, once again, you want to chew your food, especially your green leafies. Now, hang on here, because I got a lot of this information from my father. You want to maximize the abilities of these amazing leafy cruciferous vegetables to impact nitric oxide production with your endothelial cells, which are the innermost lining of your cells. Nitric oxide, known as NO, is a critical chemical component in your body that is released by the cells in your arteries, signaling muscle fibers in your cell walls to relax and allow more blood to flow. The ability of your endothelial cells to pump out nitric oxide is a direct marker of the health of your vessels. The more that your endothelial cells produce nitric oxide, the better their ability to keep the inner lining of your vessels smooth like Teflon instead of rough like Velcro. Typically, when we are 50, our bodies are producing 50% less nitric oxide than when we were in our late 20s. The good news is that you can make up for that lost 50% by chewing your greens and absorbing the natural nitrates that reside in leafy greens, especially kale, Swiss chard, spinach, arugula, beet greens, mustard greens, Napa cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. When you chew and only chew your food, the bacteria residing in the crevices and grooves of your tongue they combine with the nitrates in the leafy greens and they reduce them to chemicals called nitrites. Then when you swallow these nitrites, the gastric acid in your stomach further reduces them into nitric oxide, which allows them to combine with the existing nitric oxide in your system and help relieve pressure on your arteries. Some nitrites in your stomach do not get reduced into nitric oxide, however. Instead, they continue farther downstream into your gut and they're eventually reabsorbed into the bloodstream. Your circulatory system carries these auxiliary nitrites back to your salivary glands where they will be concentrated two to 20 fold. And as you chew more food, your own saliva pours the nitrites into your mouth and the whole process begins again. The nitrites will be further reduced by the gastric acid in your stomach into more nitric oxide and bam. It's a nitric oxide party in your mouth, your gut, and in your endothelial cells. This is an extremely delicate process that's honed by thousands of years of evolution. And when you drink your green smoothies and juices, you bypass this synergistic 
and wonderful system, and you miss out on one of the most powerful holistic reasons for including green leafies in your diet. This is one of the many reasons why we tell you not to drink your calories. So what can you drink? Well, here's a hint. Our body is made up of 70% of it. You got it. Woo! Good old H2O water. Thanks for following along and feel free to reach out to us with any questions that you might have. I've got the links to our Facebook page and Instagram channel linked up in the show notes. Again, we are here to help you on your journey. Thanks so much for listening. Always keep it plan strong and keep drinking that water.